0: every team every topic everywhere this is
1: believe let's get it started in here what's up everybody you've been hearing us talk about bet online we have brought in dave mason who works over at bet online for episode 61 we're going to get all the inside scoop on gambling and uh, hopefully this helps you out check it out everybody and running, and running, running, and running, running, and in this context
0: there's no disrespect So when I bust my rhyme You break your necks We got five minutes for us to face Oh, to... oh the band is out on the field oh, He's put him on the field He put him on the field the field I'm break away from tradition Cause when we be out Girl, it's fully be there We have Carson Running the right down the line It, it may be
1: What's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the opening line where we like to keep the line moving. Today, we've got a very special guest. We've got Dave Mason from Bet Online, who you've been hearing sponsored in all of our shows so far. He's the sports book brand manager. Um, So we're super excited to have him on because he's going to be able to fill us in on all of our gambling questions and hopefully fix the woes that we have in our life without gambling. So Dave, welcome to the show.
2: Hey, thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, no problem. We're super excited because um, when we learned that we were going to have our own sponsor in the gambling universe, it was great for us because we've been using bookies and doing Venmo transfers and all that stuff, but we want a nice place to come settle to. I thought it'd be nice if you could talk a little bit about BetOnline to start off, just so people have a clearer picture.
2: Yeah, BetOnline.ag. We've been around for, oh man, the management, I mean, it's probably a couple decades, about about 20 years. Uh, the main guys have been in business. Um, I've been with BetOnline for about the last decade, but I've been in the industry for almost two decades. And... Uh, yeah, we, we've we grown a ton in the last 10 years. When I got here, we were kind of small. We were one of the smaller guys, but um, we 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 turned over a lot of new management and um, really pumped some money into the business and uh, improved the site big time, improved the offering. And um, we're one of the biggest ones out there now. So we're real proud of that. We specialize in earliest opening odds for the for the major u.s facing sports you know we we accept action from all over the world but the u.s is our bread and butter right football basketball baseball hockey and we open the odds up early before any other book 99 percent of the time so that's our bread and butter high limits We we accept the sharp action we have great live betting on tons of sports and uh casino and, and black uh, casino and poker, which are absolutely booming right now since sports are down and just a lot of people are taking their action into our casino and poker room. So so yeah, man, I mean, we're eight plus rated by some uh, third party watch groups and uh, we pride ourselves on fast payouts and, and, and a huge offering. So and good customer service.
1: That's amazing. And I guess I'm going to jump into a bit of a deeper question here than I thought I was going to start off with. We'll get into the state of the country and what that's done to sports and betting. But I'm curious, since you said the U.S. is your biggest market, and I'm sure I know there's other countries in the world that gamble a ton just like us. But with the U.S. easing restrictions on gambling, has that made it easier for your guys' transition? And is it helping business grow even more?
2: Yeah, I think it is. I mean, there's more competition out there and um, in, in you can look at that either way i i, I like more competition cuz that kind of light, lights a fire under your butt right you see some of these other books doing stuff like wow we we got to up our game so it kind of like light, lights a fire under you but also just more people are talking about it i mean gambling's not taboo anymore you, you know you used to be able to turn on espn or whatever these other shows are and they don't mention gambling they never showed lines oh my god it's so bad it's for these really bad people in the back alleys, you know, and, and then I, I was in all the, the back alleys. Yeah. So. Yeah. Right. So I was there with you and we knew that the people weren't bad. We we're just guys who like numbers and make put a couple bucks on the action. But that, then that, that taboo was lifted overnight. And then it's like, Oh, okay. It's okay to do this. And now, now everybody's mentioning odds and mentioning betting and et cetera. So it's not taboo anymore. So that just opens the floodgates for a whole new, uh, Customer base, all these people who thought it was, Ooh, it was bad all these years, and now it's like, oh, it's not bad anymore. I want to jump in the game, and you know, guys like you and me, we've been—we told you it wasn't bad for 20 years, right? I've been telling you this isn't bad. You know, put a couple bucks on the damn game. It's, it's a it's
1: more—it's not- a more entertaining version of doing stocks. That's how I look at it. It's probably the wrong way to pitch to people. I mean. Uh, I, I love gambling, and I've been doing it since I was in high school, probably a little bit before that, mostly playing blackjack. But once you get the sports stuff, it just elevates the entertainment of those games. Um, so it is exciting that restrictions sure. are starting to uh, ease up a little bit. Um, but let's talk about currently. So clearly, there's no hiding the fact that there's the coronavirus going on right now, and all the sports are shut down Like you said, Taiwan has a baseball league going on, and that's pretty much the only operating sport right now. I know there's stuff going on with the, uh, what is it, the hot dog eating contest, and then everyone's trying to find out how can we gamble on virtual stuff. I'm sure people were gambling on the NBA 2K tournament on ESPN. I'm curious if you're seeing a rise in gambling on virtual stuff, so like people playing one another in video games. Mm -hmm. Is that the kind of the big ticket right now?
2: Um, yeah, I mean, there's still, you know, there's still stuff to bet on. You know, when talking traditional sports, yeah, you mentioned some of the baseball. There are some soccer leagues around the world. This dang table tennis. We we added table tennis right after the, all the sports went down. You know, we we noticed some sports book halfway around the world had had odds on Russian table tennis. So we're like, what the hell? Put this on the site. See what happens. And we did. And lo and behold, I mean, the action is incredible. That That's probably the highest bet sport right now, I'll tell you. That, I mean, that has a lot to do with there's so many damn matches a day. I mean, these guys play, these Russian tennis ping-pong guys, or whatever you want to call them, they play three three matches a day, so... That part of it's because it's every damn day, and they play so many matches. But also, it's rapid fire; these matches don't last long. So, I mean, I'm learning a lot about this ping pong. I had, I knew nothing about it except when I used to play in middle school. But right. the, competitive, the competitive ping pong—I mean, these matches go so fast, supposedly, and uh, betters love it. And the live betting is even higher because it's so the action so fast, back and forth, the scoring so. So fast, so that's probably our biggest sport we're taking right now. Uh, soccer, whenever there is soccer, some baseball, some basketball around the world. Um, but yeah, getting into the virtual stuff, absolutely. That that's 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 the new new big thing here on um, the sports sims and and uh, you know iRacing tonight on NASCAR, I believe, um, FS1. But the sports sims, yeah, we're running our own sports sims now for Madden, and uh, they're getting really, really good uh, action. We're very pleased with it, and uh, it's still kind of a learning process for us. Uh, you know, we thats the thing. I mean, we're in uncharted waters here. You know, we're doing a lot of stuff we never even managed. You know, two months ago, you told me we we're going to be doing this. What we're going to stream our own Madden games and take action. I'd be like, you're, you're, you're on crack. But here we are two months later and they're actually getting good action. People are betting it. Is it like a regular NFL game? No, absolutely not. But it's still keeping a lot of players engaged or watching it. They wouldn't have a little bit of action to be for entertainment. And uh, yeah, we're offering it.
1: Right. I think it's the hub of gambling. It's kind of the entertainment unless of course sure. you've gone to full blown addiction. And then at that point it's just a whole nother level. But I think that's interesting that you guys have taken the opportunity to kind of grow here in a situation where people are going to be stuck at home. The lack of entertainment is dumbfounding at this point. So for you guys to hop on that, and I think virtual is the best way to go about it. I'm surprised I'm just learning about this table tennis through you. It sounds like I'm going to need like a book, like I'm at a racetrack just to see people score. Like I would have no idea how to gamble on it. I'm going to ask, first off, are you allowed to gamble with your own company?
2: Uh... They wouldn't, they, I don't think they would care to tell you the truth. Um, they're, they're pretty lenient, but uh, I, I don't just so there isn't any kind of a you know conflict of interest. I, I don't think they would, the bosses would really care one way or another. They just want money coming in and right. action, and they don't care if it's sharp or square or anywhere in between, so.
1: I was just curious on the fact that if you're one of these people betting on ping pong, I might have to call you after the show just to get some insight. uh, Just because I need some... (laughs) No,
2: you don't don't want me on your ping pong podcast, buddy.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) It looks like the Believe Network is going to have to create a whole new category and a whole new podcast for ping pong because I have no idea what's going on. But that wouldn't stop me from betting on it, especially if I got a little inside. Um, But yes, it's crazy times that we're going through right now. And I'm curious... What we've been doing on the show is highlighting moments, best events, and best athletes. And I'm going to try to turn it into a gambling spin. I think I can do this. We'll we'll work on it. But for you, you said BetOnline has been around for a while. We just did a tournament for the best sporting events in the calendar year. So we do remove the Olympics from that. So the typical NBA championship, um, Super Bowl, World Series, blah, 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 etc. You got it. I'm curious, when do you see... The highest uptick in gambling and which event gets the most money drawn on bet online. Right.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, not all events are created equal, right? right? I mean, everybody talks about the Super Bowl, but at the end of the day, it's one game and compared to like a March Madness, which is three weeks. I think the three most important events of the year are number one is kickoff to the NFL season. You know, that NFL week one, college football week one. you have so many people coming back to your site ready to bet on some football and but it also is more important because it kind of can dictate the rest of your NFL season right even if if we get crushed or whatever we're on in week two week three week four etc um you know Super Bowl gets a lot of people think that's the most important day or whatever but I disagree. It's a huge day. Get do get a lot of new traffic, but a lot of that traffic is just kind of one and doners, right? They come and bet the game and never see him ever again. Even some of the people win it. And also, if you if we have a bad Super Bowl, um, you know, a lot of those players withdraw the next day and you don't see him. Maybe you see him in March Madness. Maybe you see him for kickoff, whatever. So Super Bowl is a big day. It's an important day, but it, but it's a little bit overrated, I think uh march madness that's the other third one i'd say um of course we didn't have a march madness this right year. which well,
1: ate uh, us up and is why we yeah. did that bracket and to just fill you in march madness right. won the events uh okay for our bracket and what we did yeah. was i just get a round table of my boys from back home and we do these votes and what i was thinking because you said it and some of my friends had alluded to it and we left it off but week one of the nfl has to be insane I'm curious, yeah. you were mentioning that it may even pull more than the Super Bowl, but on sheer volume alone for one day, does the Super Bowl not bring the most bets in? I know you may lose people the next day, but I feel like everybody wants a piece of it, whether it's the coin toss to the actual spread or the over-under. I'm just curious if you do see the highest volume on that one day.
2: Money, no bets, yes. Okay. Um, probably, I mean... That's the thing. NFL week one, I mean, you have 16 games, right? right. I mean, it's a and 16 games against one. If you, if, you, if, you, if you compare one game against the other, of course, the Super Bowl is going to blow any game out at all year round. But 16 games against one, eh. You know, you're taking, again, you're taking live betting on all those games. Uh, there's props on all those games. But bet count, yeah, there's probably more in the Super Bowl than NFL week one. But, but not money. I mean, more money because I mean a lot of those bet count is this. Everybody has you know betting fifty dang props at ten bucks a piece. So, you know the money might be not be as much, but those bet counts rack up. But you know you're right. you March Madness is a rightful winner for that for that uh, bracket. I think. I mean that's you know that, that first weekend of March Madness. There's nothing like that. So and and again you're you're spreading this action out over. Three weeks instead of just that one day with the Super Bowl. You know, another one, Kentucky Derby. That's a huge day. Um, that's a big one. Um, Belmont. If there if there's a Triple Crown winner, Belmont's just as big as a Kentucky Derby. Not yeah, Belmont's as big as a Kentucky Derby. So that's another say- one.
1: It feels like though for those races, it's the Derby and then it's a Triple Crown or bust. In my opinion, I'm sure yep. like horse fans will always gamble on it no matter what. And I love a good OTB visit for myself. Um, but it just seems like for if you want the majority of people to continue betting, you're going to need at least a horse trying to compete for the Triple Crown. Yep.
2: yep. Yeah. It's uh, it's you it, uh, know Belmont. If there's a Triple Crown winner. If there's a triple crown threat, let's say, uh, it'll be just as good as Kentucky Derby, if not a little bit better. Uh, if there isn't one, it'll be, shoot, a third of what the Kentucky Derby is or maybe a quarter of it. So if that <laughs> you we're always rooting for the Kentucky Derby uh, for a triple crown uh, um, potential winner going into the Belmont. We usually don't want it to win, but we, we hope there's a shot
1: there, get that action up, and then right. if it doesn't
2: win, we we do all right.
1: No, absolutely. And I'm going to circle back to March Madness because, like I said, they were the winner of our bracket. There's just something about the fact that the opening weekend is just game after game after game. So you might lose that first bet on the first game at 11 a.m. in the morning, but you're on to the next one. And it's just a never-ending flow of gambling and not to mention just the sport itself. It is some of the best yep. sports viewing you can do. Um, so like you were saying, the Super Bowl kind of preps you for March Madness. Whatever your winnings are there, maybe you take it into the conference tournaments. Um, I was curious how the conference tournaments do for you as well, usually, since there were none this year. They're good. Um, it's not like the
2: following week. You know, the, the diehard college guys will be there. Um, but those guys have just come back. You bet the tournament? you know, the casual, it's kind of like football season, right? You know, the, the, a lot of people just didn't bet it. And then for Super Bowl, the casual guys, you know, they might tinker here and there throughout the season, but they'll definitely be back back for Super Bowl. That's the same thing, you know, and for NCAA Tournament, the guys might tinker here or there, but once once the, the tournament's back, everybody's back. So, you know, the conference tours do all right, uh, but it's, it's nothing like, most of the people come back, most of the casual comes back. guys come back that following Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday.
1: Right. And I've got to ask you, just because now I'm thinking about my, my own gambling experience of the end of 2019, early 2020. Although there were no conference tournament games and no March Madness, I did gamble a lot this year on NCAA, just regular season, and I got smoked. And it's for the first time in a long time I've been smoked as bad as I have been. Did you guys see a high rise in income? Because I felt this college basketball season was one of the most difficult seasons to bet on in my lifetime. I'm only 25, but in my lifetime so far, I've never had more trouble getting games right.
2: Yeah, we had we had a good season. I mean, it was you know it was unpredictable, right? It was you didn't have that, and that's what I, why I was so excited for the March Madness. Not just because um, because it, we, we had uh, you know the, it was just so. Open and wide open. Who was going to win that? So, but that had a lot to do with why uh, it was such a good year for the books because there just wasn't that dominant team. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, turnover for the top team in the country. So yeah, a lot of upsets and that's always good for the book.
1: Yeah, it, it was killing me how often the number one kept switching up this year. Yeah. Um, so I I guess before we move on here, curious, take away your betting what's your favorite event each year?
2: What's my favorite event to bet or to the watch? Just or? just to watch. I mean, you know, again, man, March Madness. I'm a, I'm a college basketball guy myself that and, and kick off to the NFL season. There's, there's cause that's, that's our, that's, you know, those four months that are coming up are just the best months of the year. So, you know, we, <laughs> I work more in the marketing side of things. So, you know we've been preparing for the last two three months and, and you know it's it's kind of all that work is ready you know it's ready to put on cruise control the season starts and you to see all the people coming back to the site all the new signups and everything and football's back so you know from a poor from a pure sports fan March Madness from a from a business point of view kickoff to the football season.
1: Perfect and we also did a bracket for the best sports moments of the last decade. So Cubs winning the World Series, the Cavs coming back from down 3-1, Tigers Masters. I'm curious if there's been a sports moment in the last decade that shook the books or was just a magnificent day for the books.
2: Shook the books. I mean, shoot. That... that uh and there's been a ton right but <laughs> right that, that one that uh oh, geez the one that always sticks out in my mind is that falcons Patriots super bowl a few years ago that was just
1: that made it to our finals by the way they lost yeah, that, to the cubs world series very biased fan group since we're all from chicago but it did make it to the finals of our bracket
2: yeah that was god awful that, that was just <laughs> i mean we we, we, you know, we, it was looking so good at halftime, and, uh, you know, we need the under. We needed the Falcons big on a money line spread, you name it. And uh, and uh, the rest is history. And I kind of saw it coming a mile away. I wasn't surprised, you know. <laughs> I, just went, I just saw that third quarter start, and I was like, here it comes. Here, here it frigging comes. And, and what
1: a choke job. Yeah, so that, right. that,
2: that burned us, and that that was just brutal. I feel like this is
1: a very rare opportunity where I'm getting to talk to a house, um, because me as a gambler, we always want to fuck the house. Like they, they're taking our money most of the time. And let me tell you, one of the best comebacks I've ever seen. Not only I don't like the Patriots, not only was it great for viewing, but me on my end won a pretty penny that day, and it wasn't looking good, like you said at halftime. So this was a kind of fuck the house moment here, and I apologize on your end since it is your business. But it uh, also feels like my business winning.
2: It's fine, man. <laughs> nah, it's, it's good, man. I mean, that's 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 the game, right? I mean, that's 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 the game. You win some, you lose some. Whether you're gambling or or you're 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 booking this stuff, it's just you know, it's that's the game. You're gonna lose, <laughs> you're gonna win, whatever. Just on to the next game, right? That's right. just a tough thing about the Super Bowl. Like I said, because that Monday. You know, if you lose a big game like that during a regular season, or even the conference championships, whatever, there's always one more game. You know, it's like, all right, no problem. You know, we lose big on Sunday, no, no problem. Monday night football, we're gonna have record action, and if we lose on that, okay, no problem, because next week's football action is gonna be off the charts. So there was always, there's always that element during the season, but you lose Super Bowl, uh, you know, win, lose or draw. There's so many people that just disappear from your site that Monday. If they have no money in their account, okay, they're gone. If they do have money in their account, a lot of them are just taking that money out, and they'll come back for either March Madness, or you might not see them back until the following September. So that's why Super Bowl is just such a a kick. You know, there's bigger games that we lost in that game probably throughout the year, but you can always get that back the next weekend, the next night, whatever. But when you lose the Super Bowl, and it doesn't happen often. It's only happened, I think, twice that I can remember um, since I've been working in this industry. But uh, when you lose that, it's like, oh, God.
1: that's funny to hear actually from the book side of it because that's how we feel the gambler like i know i'm still using a bookie and i knew and this super bowl was me and my buddy went in and we just threw money and we just threw stacks at the kansas city chiefs which ultimately came to work in our favor but it was a nerve-wracking game once again i needed another comeback but you know the bookie comes calling on monday morning after the super bowl after in it's just the worst because you're paying up or you're collecting and uh it's interesting to hear that the book deals similarly with that. Um, so that's, that is big. Any big, um, like the Cubs World Series, was there any impact there? I'm trying to think, like Tiger's Masters had to be insane. I think golf is insane because it's hard because you have to bet on one man, and those odds are going to be high to begin with anyways. I'm curious if Tiger hurt the book at all, and if the yeah, Cubs World Series I- or the Cavs comeback was big. Tiger hurt
2: definitely. Tiger hurt. I mean, Tiger. People are always betting on Tiger, even when he was horrible for right. all those years. Um, it, it, they bet on Tiger. You know, you usually not getting a good price on Tiger because books always shorten those odds because they're they're so exposed on them. So now Tiger was what Tiger was a beat down last year at the Masters. I mean, it was good. You know, it was fine. Um, it was a good story. And anytime Tiger's competitive, it's great for us. So you got to suck it up and 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 okay let them win here and there and that's fine cuz again like i said the action next week or the next tournament's going to be off off the charts so tire was big yeah um yeah the cavs the cavs with lebron um that that was massive uh, and i'm assuming it's that. more
1: about like the live betting during the actual series yeah. so you oh, see oh yeah series the cavs price. Were down 3-1 yep. yep it's pretty big series
2: yep exactly series price and and uh, everybody taking that plus money so, That's another. Yeah. that was another good yep. one.
1: And the Cubs too. I mean that the, I think stories even drive more of the gambling at some point, like the Cubs hadn't been there hundred years. I mean, they hadn't won in 108 years and I'm sure people wanted to hop on that bandwagon, um, throw some yeah. money and join the crowd. Um, is there a particular moment take gambling out of it in the last decade? We were just trying to compile our best list. Like I said, the Cubs winning the world series and coming back from three, one was our champion. I think there was a lot of bias behind it, but it was still <laughs> a memorable moment. Um, is there a moment for you, again, gambling aside, over the last decade that's like, this was one of the greatest sports moments I've seen?
2: Um. Yeah, I mean, selfish. I mean, you know, I'm going to play. If you guys are doing bias, I'm going to do bias, Go too. right ahead. Yeah, right, because um, I'm, I'm a sports fan first, you know, and I have my favorite teams and everything. Sports junkie growing up, even before I knew what gambling was, so... I still am. So, I mean, uh, I'm a, I'm a huge Villanova basketball fan. So um, them winning those two championships in 2016, 2018, that that's been my highlight. Uh, Eagles Super Bowl. Finally, Eagles getting a Super Bowl after all those years. So those are my two highlights, three highlights since Nova cut down the nets two times. Those are my uh, personal highlights over the last decade, without a doubt.
1: Well, that's funny you said that, because I felt robbed, and I was very angry with my panel of hosts when the Nova shot didn't get past 28-3. to They lost to them in the Final Four, which I was very upset about. Oh, wow. Because because I think that, to this day, and even before the last decade, that is the craziest ending to a game, slash game in general, I've ever seen. Marcus Page, hitting the shot he did, and then Jenkins coming down the court and hitting that. I was there. That was that. Oh, wow. First off, very jealous about the fact that you were there. I was unfortunately going through fraternity hazing, but still able to watch <laughs> it. Um, that was one of the craziest things I'd ever seen. And such incredible moment that I knew I was going to vote for that to win if they had made it to the finals. But again, all my boys were from Chicago. All the right. Cubs was big. You gotcha. Yeah. And then again, we actually had the Philly special on there as well. Nice. I'm not as big of a fan of that play. I didn't think that was a memorable moment. I think it's a memorable Super Bowl win, but I didn't think that was uh that is as cool of a moment as people made.
2: Yeah, I think it was a lot of it was because it was against Belichick, right? Kind of stuck it up. You know what I mean? It's right. like that's that stuff doesn't happen to the Patriots and Belichick, but yeah, it, it stuck it right up there. You know what? So uh, that, that, I think that's part of maybe the play is a little bit overrated, but this the, the setting and against Belichick and, you know, Belichick was the Patriots, been the Super Bowl 5,000 freaking times, and, uh, and and Philly went in there and acting like they, you know, with all the confidence and all the swagger that the, you usually see out of the Patriots, so I think that's why that kind of bumped that play up a little bit.
1: Right, and I think it's a little dangerous you told me who you're fans of, because the opening line, we're known for being very opinionated, and uh, I'm prepared to come at you with a little bit right now, so... I'm looking on betonline.ag, where everyone should go to put their bets. We've got the Philadelphia Eagles at plus 100 to win the NFC East, or as I like to call it, the NFC Least. One of the worst divisions I've seen in a while. I understand the Super Bowl you've had recently, but the fact that last season I think showed the true colors of not only Carson Wentz, but the Dallas Cowboys. I'm curious, is plus 100 a number you like there?
2: Oh God! I mean, it's a, it's a two horse race there, right? Eagles, Cowboys. I mean, anything can change from you know year to year in football. So, um, but looking at that for right now, it's a two horse race. If I if I had to place money on it, I, man, I'd actually take the Cowboys to tell you the truth. I, I don't know. It's 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 a coin flip if you ask me. Maybe slight edge to the Eagles, and they it, it, it well, they, they need some damn weapons, at receiver. I'll see what they do tomorrow. God, I hope they can get one of those stud receivers.
1: That's what's freaking me out, because I'm a Green Bay Packers fan, so I also need a stud receiver, and the Eagles are kind of in my way tomorrow. But another one for you, because I think Carson Wentz is going on the wrong trajectory. I know he looked great. He had an MVP caliber season before he got hurt, um, but he is plus 2,000 to win the MVP behind Dak Prescott, who's plus 1,800. Is that a good value pick, or are you staying away from NFC East quarterbacks winning the MVP?
2: Uh, with Wentz, it's all about his health. I mean, and, and if they have, they need to put weapons around him. I mean, he he just gets so damn banged up. You know, he, he's been so injured. But I mean, hats off to him. I mean, he 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 got them to the, he willed them to the playoffs last year. I mean, he I mean, you and I should have could have been his receivers last year. That that that's the thing is he is. Besides Ertz besides at tight end, it's, it's just those receivers are god-awful. So probably the worst in NFL last year. So um, if he stays healthy, that's a big if. And if they get him some weapons, another big if. I, I kind of like 20-1, to 1, but I wouldn't take it right now until I see uh, what, what kind of talent they surround him with.
1: Right, that's fair. And he's actually ahead of Aaron Rodgers, who's plus 2200. And as I'm looking at that, I'm about to throw as much money as I have um, on that. As we know, people listen to the show, I just I say I bet the mortgage on things. I have a feeling Green Bay is going to have an exceptional season next year. Um, Villanova also currently. Um, they were number one in the most recent way too early poll for next season. I think a lot of benefiting that they're not going to lose a bunch of players. Um, how do you feel about Villanova going into the next potential college basketball season? I always just look ahead at this point because I just swear to God or pray to God that sports come back so we can start watching again.
2: Yeah, I bet them a few weeks ago, and maybe there's a little bit of homerism in, in me, but they're 14-1 to 1 now. We, have, we we opened about 28-1, to 1, and I told the guys, move that. Um I mean, they got it. They'll have everybody back except, I mean, they're going to lose Bay to the NBA draft. Sadiq Bay will definitely go on. He's a a probably lottery pick, borderline lottery pick. But uh, their big man, James Robinson Earl, he's coming back. Uh, Their center, he he was sniffing around the NBA. So he's going to be back. Everybody else is back. Um, They had, you know, the kid, they had a good recruiting class last year. One of them redshirted. Eric Dixon, he's a big guy coming in. And uh, Brian, Ant- Brian Antoine, who's a McDonald's All-American, but he had shoulder surgery, and he really didn't play that much last year. So, I mean, if he lives up to his height hype, his hype even a little bit, he'll be ready to rock this year too. So, uh, yeah, they'll be up there. They'll be top five this coming year. So um, it, Earl coming back was huge. That, that was, even though Sadiq Bay had the better year, um, and he would have probably been an All-American next year if he came back. Actually, he did. But he won the Julius Serving Award this past year for the top small forward in the country. But if he came, but Earl was more important for him to come back than Bag because Earl's a center, and and it would have left a bigger hole if he left. Whereas there's there's guys capable of, somewhat capable of replacing Bag more so than Earl.
1: Hey, I'm all for it. I actually have a little sweet spot for Villanova. Unlike my bashing of the NFC least. Um, we are coming here to the end of this episode. I have an exit question for you. It is gambling-centric. I have a question. Is Pete Rose worthy of being in the Hall of Fame not based on his stats and everything, but should they drop this act that his gambling um, is the reason he's being held out? Should they finally allow him in to <laughs> Major League Baseball Hall of Fame?
2: Oh, man, that's a tough one. You know, it, it, yeah, what the hell? Let them in. I mean, there's a who are we kidding? There, there's a bunch of. I mean, just start talking about these pro athletes and what they do off the field, off the court, off the. You know, they're 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 human beings like us. They 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 make mistakes. They do bad stuff. Um These aren't choir boys, right? I mean, from what I heard, and I don't know, and and you know, the Rose was. was Involved in more than just gambling. Who knows what's true, who knows what's not. You know, he signed his life away. And I think, you know, if you sign your life away, then that's on you. But uh, let him in. Let the guy in. It's been long enough. And uh, let, let him the hell in. Screw it.
1: I've always felt that way, too. Because from what I've heard, he never bet against himself. So he didn't throw games. Uh, and All right. for me, that would be the big one. That affects everybody. To me, he just wanted to win. So betting on yourself to win almost seems like a positive. I know I'm probably very wrong about that, but I'm going to stick with it. I think Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Thank you so much for coming on today. If you have anything to plug, feel free to do that now. Uh, Obviously, we will have commercials throughout the show for Bet Online. but anything else you got going on, feel free to plug right now.
2: Yeah, man, <clears throat> just come on over to BetOnline.ag. If you're sitting home board tonight watching Netflix and you want a little bit of action, come on over to BetOnline.ag. We're not only a sports book, we also have the uh, poker room, a casino, uh, lots of action in both, big tournaments, blackjack tournaments, poker tournaments, big bonuses. Keep yourself entertained. Just come on, come on over to BetOnline.ag. Check us out.
1: Awesome. You heard it. You can come find me at the blackjack table. That'll be where I am. Uh, thank you so much again, Dave, for coming on. And uh, we're super excited to be partnered with betonline.ag. Awesome. And uh, hope to talk to you soon. Thank you so much. none.
0: get none. will get none. You'll get none. Fucking bucket full of CDs, and flying out my city, and it's really something. I came up, out, what I used to claim Back in black and days Now I move the ball forward I'm cracking open pack of plays Dave, I'm pumped about your son, man Your one man that got me into music In the first place, in the worst ways I, I wanna give your boy the gift of feeling right-brained And know the love that mom and pop and Drew and us have contained I, I can't say that it gets to me But every time I pull my head up, there's a flex to feed You'll get none, you'll get none the bottles and the laptop they never talk about the inner peace i locked down how to handle situations from the top down let's have a more intelligent conversation This those interview when we was just a flex and a fake. and told my reply was some bullshit and that's some true shit and that's whatever feels good and that's when it gets real good hell yeah i'm a this bitch up in this bitch i'm